playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino what's popping my people how is everybody doing man there's a lot we have to talk about jesus christ first of all i want to give a huge shout out to all my new subscribers all the new listeners shout out to you guys um uh, if you guys caught me for the first time listen in listening to like keem or whatever and y'all became fans remember go down below look at all the rest of my archives but huge shout out to you guys also last episode crazy crazy i got a lot of messages i got a lot of you know backlash um a lot of hate but also a lot of praise you, you feel what i'm saying and a lot of, i got messages like yo why you got this dude on other people's like oh shout out to you guys you guys are having a conversation all that you know so it was basically like mixed you know what i'm saying but remember guys i'm I'm here for an open conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for an open conversation. I'll bring anybody on. Obviously, if I disagree with their rhetoric or their ideologies, I'm going to challenge them. You feel what I'm saying? I don't mind challenging them. Listen, I got a few debates already recorded. Y'all can check that out. I got a few debates already recorded. You feel what I'm saying? So th- this this is how I am. You know, like I, I, I opened the floor for discussion. You feel what I'm saying? And like I said, the last episode, I said that from the beginning. I, I'm, I'm opening this whole thing for discussion. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot that I disagree with Keem, but also there's a few things I agree with. I'm like, all right, he's making some good points. You feel what I'm saying? But um, nevertheless, it was a great episode. Um, also, I want to give a big shout out again to Burr Martinez because she shouted me out in one of her videos. Shout out to her. Um, you know, because of that, some a lot of her fans started coming to to uh, to my channel and uh, started even like they were like, oh wow, I didn't even know you uh, you guys had an interview or whatever the case is. You know, Bird Gang Gang Gang. You feel what I'm saying? So shout out to her, and um, also I got a couple of messages. I saw a very familiar theme on the comment section and also on my Twitter and Instagram DMs. A very common theme of Latin people actually reaching out to me saying that, well, I agree with you, but not all the way because of yada, 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 and all this other crazy shit, right? So I I, I was always, I was like, hey, listen, you know, I was this whole week, man, interacting with them. Like I'm recording Friday. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put this thing out Monday, so I, uh, you know, I'm I'm open for discussion. I'm like, yo, you know, just call up to the podcast or whatever the case is. You feel what I'm saying? If you want disagree or whatever the case is, 
just, yo, let's, we, we could talk this out. You know, a lot of people refused. A lot of people, you know, started, you know, started caping or whatever the case is. But something I understood that whenever you uh, tell people, listen, um, we could have this discussion, they run away. And I've noticed that because for what I notice is a lot of people, they just talk just to talk. Oh, I just disagree just because of this, because it doesn't fit my narrative. And a lot of people don't really pull up. A lot of people don't really want that smoke. You feel what I'm saying? Especially with somebody that knows what they're talking about. When they get challenged, they directly, you know, come back with a response. You know what I'm saying? So that's a little intimidating to a lot of people. So I'm not surprised why I'm not, you know, I didn't get the invite. I didn't get the the open arm invite saying, yeah, sure, I'll be on. You know what I'm saying? Because I, oh, listen, known the unknown, I don't care. You feel what I'm saying? We could just talk this shit out. You feel me? So I'm, I'm always open for discussion, you know? That's how we, we grow as a society. That's how we grow as people. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I kept on seeing this very familiar theme, and that's the reason why I named the episode how I named the episode. Should Latin people be classified as white? I kept on, you know, I kept on seeing this, you know, this, uh, this very con this common theme up and, uh, you know, coming up again, coming up again, coming up again, coming up again. And I was like, all right. Um, there's a lot of confusion out here. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of confusion. So let's, you know, let's discuss this. Let's talk about this shit because apparently there's a lot of my Latin people, a lot of. There's a lot of y'all confused, man. It saddens me. There's a lot of y'all confused. And I thought I've been like trying to drill this in already, but it seems like I need to, you know, drill it in some more. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? But besides all of that, let me um, start with the first thing I want to talk about. The Apple event. I know this is something way out of what I really talk about. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, Usually my all my episodes are really heavy. All my episodes are really, you know, race specific and I like to uh, talk about racial politics. But the Apple event, that's a curveball, right? Well, for those who don't know, I'm a huge tech head. I'm a huge tech head. Y'all come to my place, y'all see TVs, you know what I'm saying? Shit connected to TVs. I got this shit over here, Alexa over there. You know, you feel me? You feel me? I got watches on this and all that. So I'm a huge tech head, and I'm also an iPhone user. You know, and I'm not gonna get into this whole debate. Oh, oh shit, my iPhone went off. I'm not gonna get into this debate about what is better, what is not, um, who should use what. Um, what should not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go into this Android master. Listen, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but I am an iPhone user. I, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to discuss why I am just, you know, Hey, I'm stuck in the ecosystem. It is what it is, but I do use Android products too. So, you know, I'm not really like stuck, stuck, stuck. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, the Apple event happened, right? couple of things was happening before the event even, you know, was, um, you know, came, came to be. A couple of things happened. 
they started releasing like little updates and products here you know hey airpods 2 or some will say airpods 1.2 or airpod s you know what i'm saying they started giving like little updates here here the ipad mini some updates the macbook pro and you know the uh, the imac and all this other shit right not giving like little updates here and there here and there here and there like secretly like secretly you know what i'm saying before the the, the whole you know keynote and usually apple doesn't do that so we're like all right cool and there was a lot of rumors where this uh this keynote is gonna be just services right and it came to be true you know the whole thing was about services they started with the news plus this is, you know, they gave the price for that. Then they went to arcade, you know, okay. It's like Netflix for gaming. They didn't unveil, um, unveil anything about what the prices is, but you can probably assume it's like 10 something dollars or whatever the case is. And then they unveil, uh, unveiled the Apple card, the, the Apple card, you know, the credit card. And uh, they, they talked about the credit card and all that. And then they unveiled the big, you know, the, the big thing that everybody went there for Apple TV plus and all that. Now, two things really struck me and I found that to be extremely, extremely, extremely interesting. Two things, Apple card and Apple TV plus, not that much, but Apple card. So I want to talk about the Apple TV plus. All right. So, you know, they got, uh, they got a specific shows that they are unveiling and that's what is going to only be an Apple exclusive and all this other stuff. All these other people came out, big bird for some reason came out. I'm like, all right. And then Oprah, first of all, Oprah, she looked like she was, she didn't even belong there. And the way she said Apple is like, no, relax. Like she was like, Apple. Yeah, no, no, calm down. Uh, it, it was, it was really weird, but you know, they said that she was going to do some documentaries and all that other stuff. So Apple TV, I'm like, all right, services, this whole thing is about services. They're trying to go into a bunch of markets about services. Okay. And I was like, this right here shows that Apple is hurting a little bit. Apple is hurting a little bit. And the reason why I say that is because of the Apple card, the Apple credit card. It's going to be backed. It's going to be, first of all, it's going to be MasterCard backed by, um, uh, 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 the, the insurance company that completely got into a brain fart. Um, is this insurance? I forgot, um, I forgot the name, but huge insurance company um and the the thing is that when they when they, they they're seeing all these other people you know competing and you know with games that's just not i that's i don't think that shit's gonna go you know go well you know what i'm saying the whole game shit no the newsstand thing really newsstand you're gonna be subscribing ten dollars a month for newsstand and uh most of those, um, uh, most of those newsstands or uh, magazines or newspapers are going to want their own subscription. You know what I'm saying? Only some of them are partnering with you. Ah, uh, that's not going to go so well. 
the two things that I see is TV and the car. The TV, okay, some people are going to subscribe, but then again, you're, you know, Apple is separating these services. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, I, I think it'll be much better if they combine the whole thing in one price, like 40 bucks or whatever, or 49.99, where you get all, all of them, even with Apple Music, and you know, that'd be lit. You feel me? But I see that they're hurting because stories and you know insiders have been coming out saying like smartphone the smartphone market has steadily not declined but they've been stalemate and what stalemate means they've been on a straight trajectory of middle they're not going up they're not going down at a middle on top of that the iPhone saw the worst sales when they unveiled the iPhone X and when they unveiled the iPhone XS and the iPhone R horrible horrible sales for two years so I believe internally they've been really like oh shit we gotta do something because if you guys see um, graphs and actually Apple's income, all of it, I think was a 60, I think was this, I, last time I was like 60 or 65% of it comes from iPhones. Everything else is, is, is divided. You know what I'm saying? It's not even that much. So iPhones is your main bread and butter. The main thing. And you mean to tell me that their sales have declined significantly? Oh yeah, they they had to they had to really you know round this up and say, listen, we gotta figure something out. I think this was in the works, but they wasn't gonna unveil it until you know probably later on, like separately. You know what I'm saying? But what really got my antennas up was an Apple Car. Apple says there's no fees no late fees and all this other stuff but let's be completely honest if you read the fine print and you sign up for this card there's going to be some small interest rates that the insurance company that they hooked up with i completely forgot the name just now i'm sorry and apple are going to be getting in um they're going to be taken all right because let's be completely honest everything is not just free and Apple is becoming a bank. That's how I see it. Apple is becoming a bank. And how do all these banks stay afloat? By debt. So that's how it, that's how the game is. That's how the game goes. These banks create debt that these people keep on paying and paying and paying and paying and paying and paying. And paying. And then their, their, their bottom line keeps on increasing, 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 increasing. The craziest, smartest move I've ever seen from a tech company. Mind you, Apple is a tech company. A few years ago, they took the computer out, out of their name and it was just Apple, not even Apple computer or anything. It was just Apple. And then now you're bringing services and a credit card. Are you serious? A credit card. 
This is not just a credit card that you're only going to be using at the Apple Store. This is a credit card you could literally use anywhere. Anywhere. It's not a debit card. It's a credit card. And this is way different from all these other competitors that actually have their own credit card and their own specific um, ecosystem. Amazon, has, you can only use it with them. Macy's, you can only use it with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they got, so all these other places have their own credit cards they can only use with them. Apple is making a credit card for you. I saw right then and there that they're hurting. That they said, we're going to become a bank. Slowly but surely, mark my words, watch them start giving out interest rates. You know what I'm saying? Or not even. I'm not even loans that that's much better watch them start giving out loans your iphone in the future is going to start telling you randomly you are qualified for a loan apply right now with your face you know what i'm saying so don't be surprised do not be surprised but that's something i found extremely interesting extremely extremely interesting now moving on to the movie us boy oh boy did i enjoyed that movie i enjoyed it so much i saw it twice right when i left i was in the theater after that movie was ending actually bullshit Do, like in the middle of the movie i bought my tickets right then and there again again and it was amazing it was amazing now, I saw multiple, multiple, first of all, all the think pieces that came out, hilarious. You feel what I'm saying? All the little things that people were talking about. Well, you guys didn't catch this and all this other stuff. My biggest thing was, was this set in the Get Out universe, all right? And also, uh, well, before I go there, is this set in the Get Out universe? A lot of people were telling me it was, but then I started hearing uh, interviews and I started reading articles that they interviewed Jordan Peele and he said it's not but they do share some similarities so I'm like okay okay hold on all right and first of all the movie is tough first of all this is not gonna be spoiler free I'm gonna give all type of spoilers all right so go fuck yourself I don't care but the, the movie on itself, hard. The shit is hard. Five out of five. You feel me? Gotta go see it. Now, let me give you guys the breakdown. Um, First of all, let's look at his previous movie, Get Out, and this one, Us. I noticed something. Maybe he's trying to tell us something. Get out US. Get out of the US. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, first of all, let's look at, you know, that's one right there. Okay. All right, that's one symbolism, all right? Another symbolism is on a movie poster, the, the, the one glove on the right hand. You feel what I'm saying? In the movie, you see the little girl on with a thriller, Michael Jackson thriller t-shirt. And that, Michael Jackson theme keeps on playing, you know, with one hand and stuff like that. 
with the one glove and all that. So that's a nod to like you know the whole Michael Jackson thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also it's a nod to OJ, the one glove that didn't fit. Um, because during the movie, when they uh go to the white couple, they make a little joke to OJ and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Second, that's a that's a second you know symbolism. The other thing is the the tether how the government wants to control you and all this other stuff and the whole point of the movie was that they make clones of everybody and they lived underground you know what i'm saying and the whole point was for them to control the people on top but the experiment went wrong and actually the opposite happened the people on top were controlling the ones in the bottom. The reason why is because they explained is that they don't have no souls. You feel what I'm saying? There's no souls or whatever the case is, blah, 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 right? But I also saw that the tethered could also control the people on top. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them, right? And I'm gonna get into that in, in, in a few when I start breaking everything down. All right. So there, you know, there's two. You know, they, they got twins or whatever the case is. You know, the government is controlling. You know, people and all this, like trying to control people and all that other stuff. That's another nod to you know all these other you know conspiracy with fluoride in the water and you know GMOs and food and all this other you know crazy stuff organ trafficking you know what i'm saying so that's another symbolism right there all of this happens for what i understand is in the u.s you know what i'm saying so that being said then uh, another symbolism is with the rabbits this uh the, the rabbits were the first clones ever that's one symbolism but there's a double meaning to it because jordan peele says the symbolism for rabbits is easter now, what does Easter mean? Easter means the, it's supposed to represent, you know, you know, Jesus Christ, right? Jesus, you know, he resurrected or whatever the case is from a tunnel. So these people came out of that tunnel and they wanted to go up there and actually be free from the people that were controlling them. You know what I'm saying? That's another symbolism right there. And the only one that was able to actually lead those clones to the surface was a black female, a black girl, right? And someone black either way, someone black, right? Thing is, it was extremely easy for all of them to do so because it was just an escalator. You know what I'm saying? There was just an escalator there. And nobody ever thought of getting out. Except for the first clone. And that's a big spoiler. You end up finding out in the end of the movie, the girl that you're actually going through this whole thing with was actually a clone. Was actually the first tether down there. She just switched places with the other girl. 
you know so the original the real one was living underground this whole time so nobody really thought of getting out and they were captive well self-captive down there self-captive that means they're they're choosing to be slaves underground they're choosing to be slaves underground you guys see where i'm getting at choosing to be slaves underground they're choosing to captivate themselves they don't that's all they know and that's all they want to know you feel what i'm saying until a big revolt happens a slave revolt you feel me and there was a a beginning um theme in the movie where it says it says you know hands across america apparently this is something way long ago in the 80s where they talk about we could stop hunger and all this other racism blah 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 if we just all hold hands across america black white red brown whatever 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 yellow and we could all hold hands across america and stuff all the people all the clones down there went through the same thing went through the same exact thing they all was oppressed all of them they all got in one code to kill their clone and hold hands across america all of them had one code to do that and make sure they do that you feel what i'm saying all of them had that one code they didn't see no race they didn't see anything they said we are captive people and we are going to take control of the of, of us being con you know basically getting controlled by our by the other people who, the originals you know what i'm saying so that's a huge symbolism right there a huge huge symbolism you feel what i'm saying it's a huge symbolism because jordan peele basically is saying hey listen black folks listen fuck all this other shit we have to revolt you feel what i'm saying this is in the united states we have to revolt and this is one part in the movie where I forgot who said what I think it was it the, the I forgot who said what but they were like who are you people and she was like we're Americans you feel what I'm saying so that's a huge nod to saying it listen black folks listen you guys if we want to revolt we can revolt whoever's with us is with us whoever wants to join us join us whoever wants to be our allies could be our allies but let's take over this racist society. And after we kill everybody, after we, we, we dismantle white supremacy, that's when we start all holding hands. That's what's a huge message. And I saw it that exactly. I was like, oh shit. That shit is crazy. That is crazy. So that's how I see the Us movie going down. That's how I see the Us movie, you know, the, uh, 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 the symbolisms of everything that had happened. That's how I see it. Jordan Peele in all, both of his movies so far has a racial element, a racial theme, and a huge 
dense coded message into it. A huge coded message into it. And it's up to us to basically see through it and pinpoint what it is he's saying to us. You know what I'm saying? That's extremely, extremely smart. That's what they used to do back, back, back in the day. There was this um, guy, I think it was in Greenland or, or whatever. I forgot his name. He made a movie called The Spook Who Sat By The Door. And back in the, you know, this is an old movie, like a 60s, 70s. Back in those days, they were into that black exploitation movie type of stuff. You know, these movies were like, get whitey. You know what I'm saying? You jive turkey. You know, you cracker ass cracker. You know what I'm saying? They were, they were into those type of movies. And, and studios would fund that because black people would come in and start spending money, right? And... They really didn't care too much about what the movie was because it was basically the same old, same old. Um, something happens, you got get whitey, and that's it. That's basically it. There was no real message. It was all fantasy. Until I forgot this guy's name. Was it Greenland or something like that? Um, the until he this guy came out with the spook who sat by the door. It basically goes by this black guy. He joins the CIA. This whole time, he's been counted out. The CIA says, you know what? This new program of inclusion we got going on. So let's include this dude. You know, he's working hard or whatever the case is. Let's, uh, we need, let's include him. They include him. They teach him all the tricks and stuff like that. The, all the tricks of the trade of the CSI. Kill people, make bombs, all this other crazy shit. Right? Go, he goes back to the hood where he's from and starts rattling, uh, uh, rallying people around his neighborhood to get on one code and teach them the same thing that they taught him in the C uh, CIA. And guess what? This movie goes, literally breaks down how to make bombs, how to point snipers out by just lampposts, how to point the distance out of your target using lampposts at night. Um, how basically guerrilla urban warfare. Basically, that's exactly what he what this movie was breaking down. This wasn't just a get whitey movie. This movie was get whitey, I'ma show you how to get whitey type of movie. You feel what I'm saying? And guess what ended up happening? What ended up happening was they said, oh, hell no, we can't have this shit. Two weeks of that movie out, I think that's how the story goes. Within two weeks of that movie being out, the FBI goes inside to every movie theater, retracts all the reels, gets the negative copies, and destroys it. You guys could look this up. Destroys it. There was only one copy. And the father who played, who played the father on Sister Sister, I believe, he actually tracked down the only last remaining copy, put it under a different name, and left it in the vault for years. Later on, throughout, you know, later on in years and years and years, he put it out like it got leaked out or whatever the case is, right? Just put it out for free. Here you go, boom. 
that's how we end up finding out what this movie is and how this movie became and all this other crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? But don't be surprised. White supremacists are always, you know, looking into what we do, how we talk, where we go, because they study us more than we study them, believe it or not. They study us more than we, they, we study them. And when we go and we get on code and we start finding shit out and we start doing stuff and start empowering ourselves, whoa, that's a huge red flag for them. We gotta stop this. We gotta burn these things. We gotta stop. We gotta kill them. We gotta stop this shit. You feel what I'm saying? So when movies like this, like Get Out and Us, it's under horror, but let's be honest, there's nothing scary about it. The only people really being scared are like white folks, but but there's nothing scary about it. It's 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 under horror, but there's always a clear message. A clear message. There's always a clear message. And whenever I hear Jordan Peele get into like interviews with other people, he's I always hear him on code. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, is this and this? Well, you know, it's that and that. You know what I'm saying? He's always talking in code. It's up to us to figure shit out. You feel what I'm saying? It's up to us to figure shit out. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, which blew up this week, Cardi B. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. For those who don't know, an old Instagram live video came out of Cardi B. Basically saying how she used to drug dudes you feel what I'm saying? How she used to, I believe, drug dudes and rob them. You know what I'm saying? And everybody and their mom, everybody and their mom came out going like surviving Cardi B. That was the hashtag. Surviving Cardi B. And I'm like, shit. They're really going after Cardi B like that. You know what I'm saying? So when... I actually heard, the, you know, the, 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 when I actually heard the old live video, actually, let me see if I could try to play it for you guys. I work, I paid over $50,000 in studio time because you gotta pay good engineers, you gotta go to a good studio, and you gotta put in that bread. I did it with my money. So for a bitch to say that I don't motherfucking deserve it because I don't put in no fucking work. Now that's when I feel like niggas is Cause I did it myself. Niggas must have forgot, my nigga, the shit that I did to motherfucking survive. Like I had to go strip. I had to go. Oh yeah, you wanna fuck me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to this hotel and I drug niggas up and I robbed them. That's what I used to do. Nothing was motherfucking happening to me, my nigga. Nothing. Nothing. All right. So you guys heard it. She used to, you know, drug dudes up to rob them because she needed money and all that. Nothing was handed to her. First of all, everybody was like, yo, cancel Cardi B, cancel her. That's it, she needs to go away. Double standard, double standard. Trying to compare her to Bill Cop. Listen, listen, first of all, nothing, no. What Bill Cosby is accused of is something way totally different from what she what she claimed that she did. All right, she's not even being accused. She basically snitched herself out. You know what I'm saying? 
What Bill Cosby is accused of is something way totally different. And I'm not even going to use Bill Cosby in this example. I'm just going to say dudes in general. You know what I'm saying? When dudes like want to drug a girl and they rape them and all that, that's completely different from what she's saying. She was saying, yeah, sure, we could smash, but they would never smash. They will get drugged up and she will rob them. So that's not even rape. You feel what I'm saying? They will, you know what I'm saying? That was like a sexual transaction and all that. And she will rob them and all that. You know what I'm saying? Now, they were like, you know, cancel party being all that. It, again, it, it only be equivalent to a dude if a dude got with a girl, drugged her, and just robs her. You know, takes her debit card, do whatever, and then leaves. Doesn't do nothing with her. You know what I'm saying? That's the only time it'll be equivalent. But I don't see the double standards here, all right? Let's be completely honest. I don't believe she was robbing white dudes. You know what I'm saying? I... I actually have a strong feeling that she was not robbing white dudes. The dudes that she was robbing was black and Latinos. You know what I'm saying? So let's be completely honest. If she would have robbed white dudes, there would have been a long rap sheet that she would have had. She would have served some jail time. She would have, you know, they wouldn't, they want, they want to play for that shit. You know what I'm saying? They would have dismissed the whole fact that the white dude was actually paying for sex. You know what I'm saying? They would dismiss that whole thing. No, 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 no. You committed an, uh, an atrocity. You committed a big crime. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're not supposed to rob them. You feel me? They're supposed to rob you, but you're not supposed to rob them. You feel what I'm saying? But then again, I'm not surprised. Mind you, I'm from the Bronx. I'm not surprised about this shit. I'm not surprised that she actually went out and robbed dudes. That's what stripper bitches from the Bronx do. Are y'all surprised that Cardi B does whatever she does? Are y'all serious? I'm not canceling her because she's been the same bitch from the beginning. She's been the same ratchet ghetto chick from the beginning. This is how she is, that's how her personality is. She's like that with her family. She's like that in her neighborhood. She's like that on video and she's like that in music. Who the hell is surprised about that? She's y'all surprised that she wanted to smash and she ended up drugging and robbing dudes? Really? I'll, I'll be more surprised if she didn't do that shit. Come on, really? She's been honest about herself this whole time. And y'all surprised about this coming out? Who cares? Who gives a fuck? You feel what I'm saying? Because let's say if dudes do come out, you know what I'm saying? They, people would have been like making fun of them. Like, aha, you know, it's all you, like, all this other bullshit, right? They would have been making fun of them. But let's be completely honest. I know for a fucking fact, it wasn't no goddamn white dude. I know that shit for a fact. White guy? Nah. Them white guys would have wild out. They would have canceled all them credit cards, say it was fraud. I got I got beat up. It was Cardi B and 30 black guys. They go, come on, man. She would have she would have went to jail. All that little, you know, Instagram live shit that she was all of that shit would have been gone. She probably would have been in, in jail. She probably would have been coming out by now. You know what I'm saying? So I know for a fact it was black and Latin dudes, you know what I'm saying? That she was doing that too. But no, nah, I'm not canceling Cardi B because of that shit. Hell no, I'm not canceling Cardi B because of that shit. 
she she was doing what she needed to do you know what i'm saying and she flipped it into something legitimate hey white people look at other you know white people who do crime like the mafia and when they flip it to something legitimate they salute them yo shout out to you you did what you gotta do you know what i'm saying and we should be the same way we see somebody black or latino committing crimes but then they flip it into something legitimate shout out to you shout out to you you're doing what you gotta do shout out to you i'm not canceling her because of that hell no i'm not canceling her because of that it's crazy but i'm not canceling her because of that so those are my thoughts about the whole cardi b thing and now about jesse smollett jesus christ oh man where do i begin jesse smollett so for those who don't know i i don't know why y'all wouldn't know but just in case y'all don't for those who don't know jesse smollett is actually was actually uh he's you know he's a cast member in empire and all that and he was in the headlines because he got beat up by two white MAGA supporters. You know, they said a bunch of racist shit, put a noose around his neck and poor bleach and shit, right? Um, shit sounded kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? I even said it myself. I was like, yeah, it kind of sounds crazy. But then more and more and more and more and more started coming out. And then we ended up finding out that, hey, you know, it sounded crazy because all the shit was made up. All the shit was a lie. And we're like, oh, this shit was a lie. So, because of that, we were like, yo, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? It's a lie of shit. And then, out of nowhere, they dropped 16 counts on Jesse Smollett for, false, uh, for, for filing a false police report and all this other stuff. Basically beating himself up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 16 counts of that shit. And we were like, oh shit. 16, what's going to happen now? And I, you know, I, I talked about it in my other um, episode. And I even said it. I'm like, hey, listen. If we're going to be putting... If we're going to be getting him in jail because of that. Yo. Let's get all these other white people that's been recorded for the whole past year. Who caught um, the police on black people for just chilling out just for just chilling and don't and don't don't let me forget some latin people some latin people too you know what i'm saying they call the police on some latin people just because they spoke spanish so they were just chilling you feel what i'm saying we're not free in this you know remember white supremacy you know goes to everybody but anyway so I'm, I, that's what i said what the fuck was that and then i don't know when now all charges are dropped all charges are dropped and all this other stuff and i saw people go crazy oh charges drop oh my god this is outrageous you know the police commissioner said came in started doing interviews this is unspeakable you know and all this other bullshit and this is tremendous you know what i mean and i'm like yo nah, it is what it is you know they dropped it dropped it and dropped it but then because the police didn't even know what was going to happen. Remember, this is the district attorney that did all this, right? So they didn't they they didn't like what the district attorney did, right? But when we don't like when uh, you know white people 
or race soldiers walk away free from murdering um murdering us they tell us listen it's the law you have to respect the law i was all day i was like listen this is the law you have to respect the law but if you actually start reading and start going deep into it you end up finding out that these this case was not really dropped it seems to me that he actually agreed to a plea now this is where the shit gets extremely interesting right i said this before this jesse smollett thing i do not believe this was an accident that was orchestrated by him i think there was more people at play it was a huge bigger picture because after this whole thing happened he was hanging out with kamala harris and all that i think this was a political game this was a politically influenced you feel what i'm saying i feel like this was politically influenced and the fact that he was hanging out with you know kamala harris right after that furthers you know further pulls fuel to that fire you know what i'm saying so now if you actually read into it you actually find out that he actually had to commit community service which he did and forfeit that bail of ten thousand dollars that he bailed himself out for those who don't know if you ever bail yourself out for you with your money or somebody else's money you have to keep on going to court until whatever outcome happens you know what i'm saying and after the outcome happens that's when you get that money back you feel what i'm saying for those who don't know you know like, i'm not even gonna get into that how i know but whatever so he forfeited that so he's not getting that money back right and he committed you know he did community service so this the 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 headlines is extremely extremely misleading the case is not dropped he just agreed to a plea that's not what they're saying but come on if you know the system let's put two and two together he agreed to a plea and the crazy thing about it is this whole case this whole file the district attorney ended up sealing it it's sealed the cops can't even see it this whole thing is sealed sealed from the public that's it it's done gavel hits the little you know wooden thing that's it it's over and, and Jack, you know what if it was that that's it so i'm like holy shit so that further tells me there was something at play i am telling there is something else at play that's why i was like whoa what the fuck is going on you know what i'm saying so those are my thoughts now to the main topic should latin people be classified as white now for those who don't know there's a lot of latin people out here who believe and classify themselves as white a lot and there's a history to this okay there's a huge history to this it goes back to their home country the Caribbean, Central, and South America. It's a, it's a huge history to this. Now, let me just go back. During slavery, all right? For those who don't know, Latin people were also enslaved, okay? Huge, slight differences, but still, we were enslaved, all right? 
big differences from America and here, alright? I'm just, just putting it out there. So, Latin people were also enslaved. Now, this is the difference. Nilly Fuller even talks about this. When Latin people were enslaved, the Spaniards, the Spaniards that enslaved us, the Portuguese and the Spaniards that enslaved us, did something different with us, alright? The, the slave uh, mulatto class that would come out, they were, you know, sons and daughters of the slave master, obviously, right? Same thing that would happen in America. Now, this is where the difference comes. In America, the French, the British, you know, all these other people, right? Those slave masters did not claim their own. They said, hell no. You guys are still black. You're mulatto. You're still a slave. You feel what I'm saying? You are still a slave. So there was no difference. There was no confusion there. In America, there was no confusion there. These these mulatto people knew this, their role they played, their role in society, and where they were at. They knew that's how the one drop rule came about. For those who don't know, the one drop rule is only in America, and it basically states if you got one-fifth of African blood, I believe that's one-fifth or fifth or whatever, one-fifth of African blood, you are considered black. Remember, they used to interchange black people and Native American as black. They used to call Native Americans black. They used to call black people Native Americans and vice versa. So they will interchange that word black in, in both. You know what I'm saying? So... They made this thing called the one drop rule for those who want to, you know, Google it for those who don't think I'm saying the truth. You know what I'm saying? So they made this whole thing. This is in America. In Central and South America, the Spaniards did something way totally different. They actually accepted the mulatto class. They actually accepted them. And they said, no, you're, you know, you're my sons and daughters. And they actually gave them more opportunity, more job, not everything, but they became the overseers in the slave, in the, in the slave plantation. They became the, you know, the people in, in, in the house who were like, you know, make rules and the man who will do what and what will do who, you know what I'm saying? So that was the huge difference. And ever since that, that ever since that, Latin people from, from that point on, have been trying to get close to white as possible. Trying to mejorar la raza. For those who don't know what that means, is bettering the race. Meaning, during sex, you wanna be or get married with a lighter skin or white person. So you could better the race. So you could better the race. That confusion came from slavery. That confusion came from our slave masters. Ripped away our culture, ripped away our language, ripped away our identity to the point that we got some black ass Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Ecuadorians, Mexicans talking about, I know blah, I'm white puppy. not the same. I know black. Negro, nunca, nunca. I know ne no, no, nunca. I you know, know. You know what I'm saying? They try to salsa that shit away and all that. They trying to like you know dance, dance that little blackness out of them. No, 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 papi. 
ain't no black. No, no black, black, black. You feel what I'm saying? So, because of that confusion that we was fed, that confusion that we were given, we start thinking and believing that we have to be close to white as possible, all right? Same thing that happened in United States, happened in South America with slight big differences, but it was done a little bit more, more to us, that whole approval of whiteness, that whole, I wanna be close to white as possible. Being white is something that is actually sought after. Being white is something that is a main goal. That's why you have people out here talking about, I wanna live amongst white people. Like that's anything better. You feel what I'm saying? And you got other people out here talking about, I wanna have white people problems. You feel what I'm saying? Like that, like, again, like that has, like, that is, like that's anything better. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, that's that's the history of it. Then we go into the Mexican and American War. All that stuff happened, right? All that stuff happened. Mexico sold part of uh, Mexico to the United States. Now this is where more further confusion happens. In the United States, at that time, in 1840, I believe, eight or 1849, at that time, the census happened, right? They were counting people in the United States. They were counting people of, okay, how many people are here and all that. You know, they were making a documentation of all the people because it was, you know, immigrant, white immigrants coming in here, getting land, giving, you know, resources that other people weren't getting. So there was only two races, black and white. That's it. White on top, black at the bottom. That's it. There was no other race. That's it. Asian, they didn't even count them. That's it. No, black and white. That's about it, right? So Mexico wanted to have a deal. Listen. We're gonna sell you this land, but there's Mexican people over there that you're just about to draw a line and they're not gonna be Mexican anymore. They're gonna be American. I want their rights protected. I want them protected. And the only way the United States was able to protect Mexicans and other Latin speaking people, you know what I mean? Other Latin people were if they were put down white if they were white they will get benefits and all this other stuff so they struck that deal so because of that that's when this whole whiteness comes into okay mexicans are white you guys are white and all this other stuff on paper never that never reflected in real world use never reflected because you still have signs that says no Negroes, no Mexicans, no dogs. All right. There were still Mexican people being lynched before this whole war even started during the war and after the war and long, long, long after everything else happened, there were still Mexicans and Latin people being lynched. Even 
the light, 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 white looking Latin people were passed as Spaniards saying, listen, I'm white. You know what I'm saying? So more confusion started happening because they wanted to protect themselves. They want, they didn't want to get lynched. They didn't want that brunt of white supremacy. You feel what I'm saying? So that's when more confusion started happening. So that's when Latin people will start immigrating here and they will start putting themselves as white, even though you had literal, uh, union jobs and, um, the local people rounding up Latin people by the masses, putting them on back of pickup trucks, driving them to the border and just kicking them out, dr dropping them off, killing them right then and there. There's huge, there's a still story. If you guys didn't know that, that, that's exactly what happened. It didn't matter if you were Mexican or not. You were Latino. You were Latina. You were an enemy. You're not white. But on paper, you were white. On paper, you get all the resources on paper. Never reflected on real world use. So now the question is, since Latin is not a race, since Latin is just an ethnicity, and then it gets broken down into further location on the world map of ethnicity. What should Latin people be classified under? There's a lot of debate saying that Latin people should be their own race. It's a lot of debate. There's a lot of people actually for the 2020 census, they're fighting for that. They're fighting for to classify Latin people as their own race. So what should Latin people go under? Phenotypically speaking and genetically speaking, Latin people are native and black. That's it. Native and black. I've said this plenty of times. You can have the whitest, 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 whitest Latin person. They take a genealogy test. They end up coming out no less, no less than 35 or 25% native and black. No less than that. You could have European, you could have Spaniards up the ass. 60, 70 something percent. You will still have that native and black gene coursing through you. I've seen, especially cause I live in New York. There's a lot of light white Latin people, big ass African noses, huge lips, the females, big titties, huge asses. They have African features, right? They don't have white features and they still walk around saying that they're white. You know what I'm saying? Still walk around saying that they're white. But like I said, you take a genealogy test. You take those tests, you're going to end up coming out no less than 35 to 25% native and black sub-Saharan African and all that. You know what I'm saying? Now, based on that one drop rule in the United States that is that they, that United States made one fifth of African blood makes you black. And they used to interchange native and black people. They used to interchange that word around. Guess what, my dude? Guess what? 
You're black. You're the whitest black person you know. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Because guess what? White people know who's white. If they get confused, all they gotta do is look at your last name. White people know who's white. It's not that hard to tell who's white. It's not that hard to tell who's white. Their voice inflections, their mannerisms, their ideologies, you know, certain facial characteristics, but they know who's white. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 keep it a buck right now. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it a G. So that goes into more, more confusion where I'm gonna go to because you actually got jobs out here in hospitals and all this other stuff. It even happened to me. Where Latin people don't put down the race because we're not classified as a race. And the employer will put down white. Why does that happen? Now, this is where the more confusion comes in. FBI stats, they even put Latin people as a race as white. More confusion comes in. Why? The white numbers, if you actually look at it, the raw white numbers are actually not that high. They're very, very low. There's not that many white people. On top of that, throughout a couple of years now, actually, there's a lot of people that's been dying off. There's been articles coming out saying that the death and birth rate in white society is going down. There's more white people dying than they're being born. And that's a huge fear to them. That's a huge fear. That's why you hear things like um, ethnic cleansing, um, you know, integration is white genocide because they want to keep that white survival going. That want, they want to keep that white survival going. That goes to Francis Crest Welsing's book of the ISIS papers and all this other stuff. But that goes into more confusion. That's why Latin people become, some of us become honorary white people and to boost up their numbers. And we walk around brown or light as shit with big ass noses, big ass titties and big asses talking about we're white and there's no lick of white in us. We be seasoning the fuck of our chicken. We don't eat that shit dry. We eat beans and rice out the ass. We have some flavor in us. We be dancing bachata and salsa and all this other shit, but we're calling ourselves white when all those dances are Africanized. All of our culture, we could go back and get it from Africa. That's going to be a from another episode. If you guys don't agree with me, call up, let me know. I would love to debate you guys about that. But yeah, so with that being said, Latin people should not at all classify as white whatsoever. Because that goes into more confusion and more confusion and more confusion and more confusion in us. Because guess what? Once you got, once someone says, I am white and I start thinking white, you look at your surrounding, you're not living white, right? And what is to live white, right? Not to live amongst all the brownies, all the darkies, right? But yet you're in the same vicinity. You're trying to actually get yourself out of that and you can't. You can't, there's a system holding you back, but yet you are telling yourself in your mind that you are white as shit. But that's not reflecting in real, real world use. 
that's not reflecting in what the world is telling you what you are it's right back at you that's not reflecting in nothing that you have so then you're gonna start acting out either two things you actually accept what you are and accept your circumstances see your surroundings and actually analyze it and say okay I'm a victim of white supremacy that's exactly what it is and educate yourself or act out in a form of racism which the white mentality starts taking over because you're actually in war against yourself and that's what white supremacy likes to do white supremacy fuels confusion you're not supposed to know who you are you're not supposed to see yourself other than what we tell you who you are and that's the biggest 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 mind game that you could ever tell a group of enslaved mentally enslaved people that all the people that you see all the people that you see that you are and everything that you come from is not what we say that you come from you're something else and the further you dig the blacker your ancestry gets and that eats you guys up alive and that's not something that is supposed to happen because you're white now with that being said my latin people catch you guys later hope you guys enjoyed the episode remember if you guys want to hit me up go to my instagram and twitter at the same name radical underscore latino underscore and i'm gonna catch you guys later peace